Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I got some crimes. <laughs> I got some crimes to talk about. So random. <laughs> okay. Uh, the crime of you stealing my dongle. That's what I want to talk about. How about the crime of you saying the word dongle so many times? <laughs> Between about, dongle and plinth, I just still want to ram my head into the wall. How about the crime of you not knowing what a dongle was until I told yeah, you Yeah, because about it. you know what? Nobody freaking calls it a dongle. It's what it's called. You're like, where's my dongle? <laughs> it's called the dongle. Babe, did you take my dongle? This is all you just trying to direct away from the No, I'm dead serious. It's been disturbing since this <laughs> first time I heard you say it. It's just as disturbing today. That's the word for it. Okay, but nobody calls it that. Everybody calls it dongle. That's the word. Dongle. dongle. <laughs> <laughs> nobody calls it that. It's a dongle. Uh, okay, it's just like, it's What's really... What's your problem with plinth? I just like, it's the way you say it. <laughs> it's like the way, it's like when you say sixth. I think we're gonna break up. <laughs> yeah. Dongle is a real word. Okay, but you don't it's say. It's not like I pronounce dongle. You don't dongle. say dongle. You don't say dongle. It doesn't roll off your tongue. It's really aggressive sounding. It's really aggressive sounding. And same with plinth. The, listen to the way I say it. Plinth. Now you say it. Plinth. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the plinth. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let Me Tell You a Story. So, Nils has been incredibly busy this week. He's got, like, a lot of stuff going on in his life professionally. Um, so I am in the midst of working on a new story, but I didn't want to leave you hanging for another week. So I decided to do a what you may have missed in July 2022 true crime catch up um, because the news has been so heavy and dark lately that I had to really scour the internet, but there was a lot of things that happened last month and some really good stories that I think had there been less depressing news, these probably would have been a little bit bigger. Um, but I definitely wanted to talk about some of these stories because some of them are funny, some of them are crazy, and it's just wild as per usual. Um, also, I did get an email. Let me pull it up here. You got an email? I got an email. Holy shit. I got an email from Liam Ward, and he sent me a story that I am looking into right now. So that is on the list. Thank you, Liam. If you guys have any uh, story suggestions, you can email them to me at letmetellyouastorypod at gmail.com. Be like Liam. Send me story suggestions, and I will add them to the list. And he also sent me a book about like that that's based on the case which I love because reading articles it's just it's a lot okay it's a lot um and it always takes forever so I appreciate it Liam I love you you're hey. the best what I love Liam I thought you were Irish I am mm-hmm. my name is extremely Irish but you're Dutch yep that too mm-hmm. but you're South African absolutely mm-hmm. I'm a lot of things mm-hmm. Dutch Malaysian mm-hmm. Filipino British Irish German French Scottish Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, all right. Our first story. (laughs) That was funny, babe. (laughs) That was good. That was a good one. A sex offender once featured on America's Most Wanted has finally been captured 21 years after he went on the run while out on parole. Multiple crimes to report here, all right? Because not only did Lewis Flood commit the crimes of both, quote, 
lewd conduct, as well as sexual abuse, end quote, of a child, and then go on the run after failing to register as a sex offender. But he was only able to go on the run because after he was convicted of said crimes against a child, he was convicted and sentenced to 18 years in prison. But he was paroled after just, guess? Two. Three. Shut up. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is also a crime, right? So, Lewis Flood is from Boise, Idaho, but he was captured last month in <laughs> Creston, British Columbia, Canada. Flood, now 77 years old, was a resident at an assisted living facility and had been living under a fake name, but he actually gave his own game away when he revealed his true identity to workers at the facility with the hopes that he'd be able to receive social security. So, okay, part of me is like, Dude's old now, right? Hold on. So how long was he on the run for? 21 years. Jesus. Maybe he's like losing a little bit because I'm like, surely you'd have to think that giving up your real name when you're a fugitive is probably not a good idea, you know? And also if you're asking for government benefits, then like if you give your real name and you know you're a fugitive and you know there was a warrant out for your arrest, like clearly you'd be like, well, giving my real name to get government benefits is clearly going to bring up my record and you're going to see that there's a warrant. So I'm like, he's 77. Maybe he was starting to lose it a little bit. Yeah, maybe he thought there was like a statute of limitations. Maybe, or maybe after 21 years, you're like, there's just no way no one's going to come after me now and I live in a different country. That's how I feel about my student loans. (laughs) Yeah, they're never going away. But they're never going to get me. I live in a different country. Yeah, but like that. Remember when Obama was like, pay all your bills before you pay your student loans? Remember? Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to get a lot of people. They just keeps passing. You just keep you know, passing it on. You know on. why they keep bugging me? It's because I was paying them for a while. Like I gave them a taste and then I cut it off. <laughs> now they call me all the time. And I'm yeah. like, no. You guys are in England. Like, you, this is funny. <laughs> Like, you're asking me for money I don't even understand anymore. That's so funny. But, like, wait, like, how does that work? Are you just, like, racking up interest? Yeah, but also who cares because I'm never going to pay it. Yeah, I mean, like, that's, like, what everybody says. They're like, yeah, it's just so funny to me. Like, the number, the amount in which I owe goes up every month because of the interest. You know, I don't even owe that much. It's like $6,000. It's just the principal for you? Yeah. Because you moved country? (laughs) Education should be free. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so, of course, the workers at the facility looked up the elderly man because they were like, all right, he wants Social Security, and, like, randomly, he's had this other name for a while, and he was still going by the name Lewis. It was just his last name that was different. And so they're like, okay, well, let's look up his real name, get him his Social Security, and then they quickly found an article from America's Most Wanted, okay, which featured Lewis back from 2011. So they find this old article from 2011, these workers that have no idea what's happening. And so obviously they're like, uh, what the hell? And they call Canadian authorities, who then called American authorities, and he was sent right back to the U.S. where he is awaiting next steps, which will likely be more jail for his parole violations, a.k.a. going on the run 21 years ago. Isn't that insane? Good riddance. Absolutely. And it's like, it's insane because 21 years ago is 2001. It's not even like a time where, you know how like a lot of, there were so many fugitives before like in the 70s and 80s, you know? In the 2000s, it's harder to believe that somebody got away with going on the run. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I also just had a like mental breakdown that 21 years ago was still 2001. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Because I still think I'm 27. Not 43. I mean, I think about it like my brother's <laughs> 20 years old and he was born in 2002, you know? And I'm like, ooh, what That's the hell? fucking insane. When you meet somebody and they're like, I'm born in 2005. You're like, ew, who are you? Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. No offense to the Gen Zers out there, but it's just wild. It's absolutely wild. It's just not real people to me. Yeah, but they're like adults now. I know, but like, are they? But yeah, it is absolutely insane. But yeah, 21 years ago, 2001, he went on the run. But I also think um, it's cool. Like, it's absolutely cool because you know that there were people working on this in the early 2000s that were tracking this guy down. And it must be so annoying when you're trying to find somebody and you don't find them. Like, you, it, at, like yeah. after a few years, you're like, well, I mean, he's gone. Think it through. 2001, there's no social media, right? No, there's but like, there... There's like maybe MySpace. Okay, but there is still the technology that is still pretty good in terms of, like, tracking. Like, people had cell phones, didn't they? Yeah, but there's no GPS. They didn't have GPS. They had those Garmins. What? <laughs> Remember the Garmins? No. Like, the 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 boxes? You, don't, you know what a Garmin is? No. But, like, not everyone had that. Why would he have that? You know what I mean? Like, it's just different. Now you have a f- cell phone. Every cell phone has GPS. So now... Yeah. It's much easier to track. And I guess people. like if he didn't have a cell phone or he left his cell phone behind or whatever and he just went on the run, how the hell would you track that? In 2001, yeah, I had a cell phone, but it was like a Nokia whatever the fuck. The brick? Yeah, with the snake on it. Mm-hmm. Like, Such a good game. Not a real phone. Like not a phone like you would think right, of a phone right. now. And if you don't have a phone, I guess like how are you tracking them? Because like cars and stuff nowadays it's so easy to track even through the cars right. so if he went on the run in 2001 and had was using an assumed identity like that's still he's within the window of yeah. not being out of track yeah know? yeah for sure and i read that like one of the authorities uh in canada was like this is the coolest thing that's happened in my career like he said it's a highlight because when you're working these cases or like you are an authority member and you like deal with these types of things or even if you're just like a regular police officer like a patrol officer and you get to be involved in a case that's gone on for that long i can understand that that must be extremely cool like bringing somebody to justice after 21 years definitely seems like it would be a highlight and the guy's crimes are disgusting and terrible fuck that guy for sure yeah so good thing he was he was uh caught uh Tangentially related. Like, you know when they capture, like, a Nazi and they're, like, 99, you yeah. know? And then they lock them up and you're like, they are a horrible monster of a person and they need to be locked up, but they're also, like, 99. They're going to die, like, Yeah, but I later. think in that sense, you don't think about it in terms of them. You think about it in terms of the victims. I'm not saying, like, let them off. I'm saying, like... It's sad because the person got away with living yeah. most of their life. Yeah, right? for sure. There's plenty of people like that. Remember how many of the Nazi soldiers escaped to South America? I'm sure I, there has to be at least some of them that are still alive. They're very probably old in age, but they're definitely still alive. Did you listen to that podcast about Mossad agents that were going to? Yes. That was so good. That was so good. It was wild. How many war criminals do you think are living free right now? Like so many. There's so many war criminals that we don't even know about. Yeah. There's so many wars happening all over the world at all times that it's like you don't even know about people that escape. And also like just fugitives in general. There are so many fugitives just in the United States. The yes. fact that they just captured the guy who killed, um, what's his face, the DEA agent. 
They just captured yeah, him. And they just droned the guy that was responsible for 9-11, like, last week. Really? Yeah, so it wasn't, like, Bin, Bin Laden was, like, this, he worked for the this guy. The head of the Taliban, right? Yeah, this guy, though, was the guy that was actually, like, planned 9-11. They droned him. They use a new drone. The drone has blades on it. They didn't, like, blow him up with a rocket. They use a drone that has, like, fucking knives on it, and they sliced him up. How is that, like... <laughs> The right legal recourse, though. <laughs> I don't understand. I guess they're like... They didn't, like, capture him and, like, take him to court. No. They just bladed him. They also didn't do that to Osama bin Laden. Yeah, I just think it's so wild to me. But I do understand, like, it doesn't matter how many years passed, you know? Like, 2001, <laughs> that is 20, 21 years yeah. ago. It doesn't matter how much time passes and how old you are. When your crimes are that bad... Oh, I, 100%. It is almost like... It's sad is, it is it worse, like, to never capture them or to capture them when they're so old that you're just like, well, wh what now? Like, you're going to die anyway soon. Now you're just going to die in prison. Yeah, I guess, like, like, maybe you don't know unless you are in that situation. I just, at least, I, like, think of somebody that he abused and they were whatever age, right? They, if they're under the age of 16, so even if they were 15, okay? Right. 21 years ago, they're now in their 30s. They're not that much older than me. Right. Yeah, you're right. A hundred percent. I would want that person to be brought to justice. Right. You know how police officers say, the way we're going to break this case open is if somebody comes forward, somebody slips up. Like that is the definition of somebody slipping up yeah. when the actual perpetrator slips up. All right, moving on. A Louisiana woman who called police to report that a man was attempting to rob her at gunpoint is now also under arrest along with the suspected robber. Because it turns out that she called authorities to her own drug deal. 47-year-old Dana Bennett had been delivering drugs to her own customer, 25-year-old Akeem Williams, when Williams pulled a gun on her. Luckily for Bennett, she was able to call police to let them know she was in danger, asking police to please respond to an apartment complex in New Iberia, Louisiana. She told police that Williams had his gun pointed at her. And also, just so you guys know, when you get here, you're going to see illegal narcotics in the apartment. But they're not mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, just a heads up. She wanted to make sure that the cops knew what they were walking into. She failed to mention, however, that the purpose of her presence at the apartment was due to those illegal narcotics, which she had just delivered. So police arrive. They take Williams into custody and be they begin their investigation into the attempted robbery. And obviously it doesn't take very long for them to piece together what really happened. So Dana Bennett was arrested, it looks like within just a couple of days and was quickly charged with possession with intent to distribute. And she's also charged with stupidity. Unfortunately for Williams, who is a convicted felon, his charges are pretty lengthy since obviously you're not supposed to have a gun when you're a convicted felon. So he's got that charge as well as possession of a firearm in the presence of controlled substances along with possession with intent to distribute, obstruction of justice, and violation of parole. Surely, as a professional drug dealer, some robbing and loss should be built into your business model. Surely. Give him the shit and not go to jail. That seems like, for me, that seems like the simplest solution. Like, clearly he just didn't want to pay for the drugs. Yeah. Or he didn't have the money for the drugs. So, great. Get robbed. Don't go to jail. Don't it's, go to for jail. For me, it's better than... And save your life. Right. It's better than save your life but go to jail for a long time. That just it seems like a really bad choice. <laughs> no, yeah, you're so right. I didn't think of it that way. Um, I guess they found, like, two pounds of uh, one of the substances, I guess. What was it? I don't know. It didn't say. 
If it was weed, I'm going to be really upset. I think it was. Then that's bullshit. Yeah, I think it was. Then that's bullshit. Isn't weed supposed to be a narcotic, though? Depends what state you're in. Yeah, I think it might have been weed. I think I read weed. So then I think that's the then I think that's bullshit, and I'm fully on her side. But it's because maybe because of the amount, right? I still think two that's, pounds. Sure, but I still think is, that's bullshit. She was selling enough, so she's gonna be charged with distribution. But then she's selling enough to him, where he's then also charged with distribution, right? He's a felon. <laughs> yeah, I just, he is a felon. I just think busting anyone for any amount okay, of but then, is like, fucking horseshit. Sure, but then like move states. Like I totally agree with you. I don't agree with the laws against weed, but also that is the law in that state. Fight for different laws for sure, but also understand that the laws in your state are still the laws in your state, even if it's a dumbass law, which I agree. Sure. Weed should not be. I still illegal. think it's bullshit. <laughs> I also think like selling drugs is not the right way to go. Like especially if if you can go to a place and get le- weed legally. You can come here, get weed yeah, legally. Yeah, but that's not, that's not where the profit is. The profit is okay, in the black well, market. Okay, but it's also illegal. <laughs> like, I don't understand what your argument is. It's illegal. If you want to sell drugs, go somewhere where you can get away with it. I don't... Don't go to Louisiana, I don't clearly. think in California, like, a person, like, a business can sell two pounds of drugs, but I don't even think you can sell two pounds of drugs to one person. We should just be, like, everyone should be able to buy and sell You can, you can. If you want two pounds of marijuana, go every day. Like, seriously. It's just the way they regulate it. We fought a long time to get weed legalized in this state. If their way of dealing with it is to regulate it and make it part of the economy, then just make it part of the economy. It's a huge part of the economy. No, I agree. I agree with that, but I also think, like, they should, like, you can go to the store and buy... 50 cases of beer or 50 cases of whiskey. Okay. You should be able to go to a store and buy 50 cases of weed. Or you should be able to grow your own weed and sell 50. 50. You can grow. You can't. You grow can have two, two plants. Pounds. Yeah, that's not two pounds of <laughs> you weed. You can have two plants. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. I get it. But I also just think like. It's not about disagreeing. I disagree with that law, too. That's not what I'm saying. It's more just like, just you still have to obey the law. Yes, I already said that. You know, I, I like the rules. I, yeah, you don't jaywalk. I understand. I like rules. Look, they make I'm, the world go I'm around. I'm not disagreeing that that is the law. I'm just saying the law is bullshit. Sure, but it's still the law. So, like, what, yeah. it, you know? Like, there's not even any point in saying it's bullshit until the law changes. There is a point. The point is that's my opinion, and... Well, we're, doing <laughs> we're doing a podcast about opinions. No, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Fucking I agree with you. Hell. Unfortunately, this next news story is another major fail at the hands of the perpetrator, okay? It's early morning on Friday, July 22nd, around 7 a.m., when a homeowner in Rowan County, North Carolina, is woken up by a phone call. On the other end of the line, a concerned neighbor urgently tells the homeowner, who is not named in any of the articles, by the way, hey, I don't want to freak you out or anything. But there's somebody on your front porch trying to currently, at this very moment, set your house on fire. That's not a direct quote. The alleged arsonist had managed to get a fire going on the porch. So thank God for this nosy neighbor, honestly, because police were quickly called. While waiting for authorities to arrive, the homeowner took action himself. He was not about to wait for the fire department because the front porch could potentially go up in flames any minute here. The homeowner tried to douse the fire before deciding to bring in the big guns, the garden hose. Mm. In the chaos, the homeowner noticed a car was blocking the driveway and a woman was standing near the car. And he's like, okay, bitch, I see you. I'll deal with you in a minute. But first, I need my hose. While going to retrieve the hose, he discovered the source of the blaze, a propane tank 
completely encircled by pieces of firewood, like logs, engulfed in flames right there on the porch. So I'm assuming like he walks out, runs around the porch, sees that, then he's going to get the hose, okay? And I'm sure his mind is racing like, okay, clearly this bitch really wanted to watch my house burn because there's a propane tank. So it seems very, very intentional. Now, there's no time for all of that because he's got the hose, but there's a major problem. There's no water coming out of the hose. Taking a closer look, he discovered that the hose had been sealed shut with flex seal. What the fuck? So now he's pissed. And he's like, all right, lady, let's go. So he grabs his actual big gun, a rifle. <laughs> Approaching the woman, still standing near her car, which is still blocking his driveway, by the way, the homeowner notices that the woman is also holding his dog. <laughs> <laughs> This woman, who's watching him put out all these flames, standing there he's looking at him. He's not putting him out the flames. Well, he, he was trying. He first tried to douse the flames himself with when what? he realized. Like a pan? I'm assuming he came out with some water. Like a bucket? Well, he was like, okay, there's a small fire on the on the porch. He goes to get water. He comes back. He realizes, okay, shit, like my little bucket of water here is not going to do anything. So he and did have I, a bucket. I don't know if he had a bucket. He might have had a cup. Who knows? As he's going to get the hose, he sees the propane tank with the wood around it and the propane tanks on fire. And he also sees a woman watching him. The car is blocking his driveway and he makes the connection like, okay, this woman clearly must be the woman who just tried to set my house on fire. Now she's standing in my driveway. I don't have time for that. I gotta put the, I gotta put the flames out because this woman's crazy. But then when he realizes that the hose has been sealed shut with flex seal. He's like, what the actual F is happening? So he grabs his rifle and he goes to confront the alleged arsonist, okay? When he approaches her, he realizes that she is holding his dog in her hands on a leash. And he's like, you set my house on fire and you stole my dog? When confronted, he starts yelling at her. She just starts mumbling and she's like saying some gibberish to him and he's like, what the hell is going on? But homegirl was saved by the bell because as the siren started like being heard approaching the house, she quickly got back in her car and took off. But she made sure to graze him <laughs> as she peeled away. Did she take the dog? Yes. Fuck. She took the freaking dog, okay? Um. So now there were a lot of witnesses because there's just straight chaos happening including obviously the homeowner who was able to get her license plate. So authorities were quickly able to track down the alleged arsonist. It also didn't help that one witness knew the woman enough at least to know that she lived in Stanley County. So police were able to track down 49-year-old Christy Louise, Christy Louise Jones right to her house where she was apprehended fairly quickly and charged with first-degree felony arson, assault with a deadly weapon, which I'm assuming is the car, and larceny of an animal, the theft, um, which is really messed up. But I think the dog's all right because they didn't say anything else about it. She had also caused damage to the homeowner's pool, which was an above-ground pool, and upon further inspection, they realized it had been slashed. <laughs> It's about $20,000 in total damages, which honestly, I'm like, it's not that bad. Could be worse, right? $20,000. I know that sounds like a lot, but setting fire to a house, don't you think that that would just automatically be like so much more? What was this? North Carolina. Uh. <laughs> okay. So police are like, all right, dude, who is this woman? Why did she target you and your house and your pool and your dog? Seems personal. Right? Yeah. 
And the homeowner's like, honestly, I have never seen that woman in my life. I have no idea. And that's when a witness, probably the same one who knew what county Christie lived in, said that, hey, I know this woman because her ex lives in this neighborhood, just a few houses down. Mm. And that's when police began putting together that, oh my God, Christy actually intended to torch her ex's house, but she got her houses mixed up. This is what happens when you live in the suburbs and all the houses look the same. Yeah. Yeah, whoops. No word on what caused her breakup, but whatever happened, clearly Christy did not take it very well. And imagine being the ex, like... Damn, I got lucky today. Dodged a bullet. But yeah, how embarrassing. How absolutely embarrassing. But wouldn't you kind of realize what you've done once you took the dog and you realize like... Well, that's where it gets a bit nuts, right? Like surely you know your ex's dog. Or like... And then she's like, oh, he got a new dog. I'm yeah, taking maybe. it. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, yeah, who knows? Like, maybe they haven't spoken in a while. And she's like, he put in a pool? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to slash this pool. Also, he got a dog? I'm going to steal the dog. <laughs> this guy's really moving on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how embarrassing. Uh, yeah, also, she might have been, like, out of her fucking mind. I think she was, because she was gibberishing to the guy. Apparently, like he said, he was like yelling at her, and she just mumbled. I am curious what grazing someone with a car is. I mean, she hit him. Okay. She she made contact with the car. <laughs> she like swiped him. You know. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine being that guy confronting this woman? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then she takes off her in a car, but she hits you on their way out. Can you imagine being that guy? Probably so confused. Like, I did not ask for any of this. Yeah, what sucks. did I do? That's a horrible way to wake up. It really sucks. On your Friday, you wake up like that? That's your weekend right there. <laughs> anyway, she's in jail. <laughs> and she's got like $100,000 bond. No word from the ex. Okay, so this next story actually got deleted from our first recording a few days ago, actually. But it was just too good. So I wanted to still share it. But unfortunately, Nils' reactions are not going to be as good this time around because he knows what's coming. Well, you're in luck because I don't remember anything. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's like a golf cart or something. Yeah, and I know that you are kind of like tipsy and really tired. That's how I am now. Well, good. So, <laughs> here we are, babe. We're back. A Florida woman was arrested after she passed out behind the wheel of her golf cart on the freeway. 58-year-old Diane Hawk was feeling herself over the last weekend of July, and she decided to take her day drinking up a notch by driving her golf cart onto the I-95 in Brevard County. Brevard County? Brevard County? There's somebody who from Brevard yeah, County that's going to be like, you dumb idiot. I'm sure it's Brevard. Brevard. Brevard County. Brevard. Brevard sounds right. Isn't it Broward? There's something like that, but this is B-R-E-V-A-R-D. Maybe it's a... Typo. I don't think so. Broward County. It was in CSI Miami. Yeah, but this is also like <laughs> from an actual news source. But maybe maybe it was a typo. I doubt it. But also I-95 in Florida. That's the big one. I'm going for Broward. Okay, whatever. I think it's Brevard. Police responded to a report of a, quote, golf cart on freeway. And arriving near mile marker 167, they found a semi-truck pulled over near the golf cart in question. And of course... 
Diana was there, and she was really not in the mood for the coppers, okay? The semi-truck driver said that he witnessed Diane, or Diana, sorry, driving the golf cart on the freeway, and he was like, okay, what the fuck? And then he saw her begin to lose consciousness, okay? He was like, oh, shit. That's not a direct quote. <laughs> That's just what I imagine he was like. He said, holy he was heck. Like, yeah, he fir- at first Golly. he was like, he was like, what the hell? And then she drove past and he was like, oh, shit, like that. Exactly like that, okay? Um, so according to the police report, the trucker was able to safely guide the golf cart with Diana driving it. Um, Diane, it's not Diana, it's Diane. I've said it like three different ways now, but it's Diane, Diane Hawk, which also tight name, Diane Hawk, yeah. He was able to safely guide Diane and her golf cart to the side of the freeway, to the shoulder, right? What does that look like, do you think? Well, I think that he rolled, well, he must have slowed down, then he rolled down his window and he was like, how to do it, little lady? <laughs> okay. They're in Florida, okay? They're he's a not, trucker, though. That's he's true. He's a trucker. That's true. I was going to say, they're not in, like, Alabama. <laughs> I'm just Alabama. has it. You, you think he wound the window down, signaled her, got he her to the like, side of the road. He was like, hey! <laughs> hey, lady! And she was like, eh, what? Uh, and he was like, move over! Yeah, and then he no. probably rode alongside her and probably helped her no. along. I think he got alongside her and then just slowly moved his truck over until she was on the side of the road. You think he was like pushing her yeah, just, physically? No, not physically. Just like cutting her off, I cutting see. her off, cutting her and off. And she was just like, okay. She was like, whatever. Yeah. Okay, well, what, whichever way it happened, he got her to safety on the side of the road. And, like, this is where he really is the hero of all heroes because he also took Diane's keys away. He's like, give me your keys, lady. You're not driving. Again, I've Also, never, I called the police and I've, they're on their way. I've never driven a golf cart. Neither have I. Do they need keys? Mm-hmm. I want to drive a golf cart. So I used to live in a golf course, right? What? Yeah, I used to live in a golf course before my brother was like born. Like in the sand bunker or what? No, in in Illinois. (laughs) Yeah, we lived on a golf course. The Fairways. That was the name of the apartment complex and also name of the golf course. It was a massive apartment apartment complex. It was near a golf course? It was on a golf course. What do you mean? So we had about, say, about 50 feet in front of our back porch. It was all green. If you walked 50 feet out, you'd be on the green. How many, so balls, we used to, how many windows dude, got smashed? The golf, oh, so many. The golfers used to get so pissed because me and my friends, they would hit the ball. We would run out, <laughs> grab their balls, and run away. <laughs> we were nine. I was nine. But yeah, we That's lived on a golf course. Bad parenting. What? Oh, my mom had no idea what the hell was going on half the time we were there. Uh, yeah, we used to like make these movies. I remember we'd like film these really dramatic movies, like in the like, on the golf course. Also, there was one night where. Me and my friend like went missing, and my sister convinced herself that it was the rapture because because, because well, it was a golf course, right? It was a massive golf course. Like I'm not talking like a rinky dink okay. golf it's course. Sucks. There's like thousands of people Stick living there. Stick to the rapture. Okay, so because it's a massive golf course, there's all these hills and like there's sand pits. There's a lake, like a mini lake. It's just huge. Okay, and I had friends who lived on the other side of the fairways. 
I wonder if the fairway still exists in Naperville. None um, of this makes any sense. So like I, we had like gone over these hills and just could not be seen. And my parents got really worried. And like we lost track of time. We were really far away from the house. We were walk, working our way back to the apartment. Um, but my parents and my sister decided to go looking for me because they got worried. And it's so sweet because I'd probably been like, maybe 10 minutes late and they were like oh my god she's nowhere to be seen we have to go find her everyone goes out and somehow my sister said in the midst of them looking my mom and her because it was starting to get really dark and it's a golf course so it's pitch black my mom and her lost each other and kelly stopped and she just goes oh my god it's happening and she convinced her she thought everyone else had gone to heaven but she, she was a was sinner stuck. she was a sinner she stuck, was on, stuck earth. on earth was this before or after she was a witch this was before. Okay. <laughs> this was before. Maybe that's what turned her on to being a witch. Yes, this is what turned her to witchcraft. <laughs> no, dude, this was before, but isn't that so funny? That's so sad. I know, it was so sad, but we laughed our asses off about it that night because she was like so shaken up and we were like, it's fine. I was like, I'm really sorry. Why I got in trouble. Why did she tell you? Why did she tell a pack of jackals like you and your family that she that thought juicy, it was a rapture? Yeah, that juicy piece of information. Because it's my family. Because like we never let her live it down. You know, <laughs> that time you thought the rapture was happening. So I'm saying, so why embarrassing? Ta- why give up that information? Because my family tells each other everything, oh, so all the embarrassing stupid. stuff. All right. Anyways, so uh, yeah, as far as I remember, the golf carts they had like big bulky keys, like big giant ones. But like who comedy, knows? Comedy keys. No, like, just, like, it wasn't, like, a key. It was, like, a, a weird-looking key. It was, like, huge. Like, the key yeah. slot was huge and the well, key was huge. Right. But it's 2022. I'm sure, I'm sure, I don't know. You could probably turn around with, like, an app. <laughs> Your phone. You're proud of that one, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about an app. it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, it was 2022, like, guys. <laughs> I was not thinking about it like that. I was laughing at how ridiculous <laughs> it would be if you had, like, an app on your phone that would just sense the golf cart near you and turn it on for you did you fart no oh my god is that the dog maybe do you smell it no just wait it's gonna hit you i, I have long covid i lost my sense no of smell you don't probably. have long covid idiot just oh it stinks right i told you it smells like popcorn no it does kind of smell like popcorn but like burnt popcorn Popcorn smells like fuss an asshole <laughs> anyways okay <laughs> so now, um, now this guy, okay, the semi truck driver has Diane's What's his name? keys. I don't know, no idea. Billy Bob. <laughs> no, this is Florida. It's very like he doesn't mean he's from Florida. He might Chad. have been picking up some gator skins. Chad, Chad doesn't Chad. work on a truck. We sound so. <laughs> <laughs> we sound so. Um, what is it? Ignorant. By now, everyone knows I fucking love Florida, so mm-hmm. I'm free to criticize. That's true. Okay, so he has their cart keys waiting for police. Now, police arrive. They see this all happening. So when police asked Diane, who reeked of booze, by the way, for her ID, she reluctantly handed over a restaurant card. Do you remember this part of the story? What restaurant? I didn't say. Red Lobster. God, I hope it was (laughs) Red Lobster. Or like, I don't even know what they have down there. I hope it was like a... Like a loyalty card to like a Sizzler or something, or the equivalent of what a Sizzler would be, because Red Lobster at least is still semi-frequented. I want it to be so random and so podunk and white trash. But she handed over a loyalty card, like a punch card. 
<laughs> okay? And the police are like, nah, bitch, this is not what we're talking about. Is that a quote? No, not a direct quote. They were like, give us your ID. So she said, fine. And she hands them her credit card. And they're like, oh my God, Diane, give us your damn license. It's closer. What? It's closer. <laughs> yeah, not quite. We see your name. So when they asked Diane what the hell she was doing driving her golf cart on the freeway, she said, okay, listen, I only got on the I-95 because I needed to get to State Road 528. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like, okay. <laughs> okay, that's the end of your story. That's the end of your explanation. It's fact. She's like, that's why I did it, okay? I only got on here because I had to get to State Road 528. That's it. And they were like, all right. You're clearly hammered out of your mind and somehow in your head you convinced yourself that this was a normal thing to do. So they have her sit in the police car. They're like, go sit down in the police car. Okay. And she's like, I will not do it. Absolutely not. I'm not getting any police car. I'm not under arrest. You have no evidence. (laughs) You have no warrant. No. And she said warrant. Just the way I said it. You have no warrant. I'm not sitting down. And they're like, okay, well, if you're going to resist arrest, we're just going to place you under arrest. And so she's like, I will go sit down if you give me my purse. It's in the golf cart. I remember this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, all right, well, we should probably go look and see what the hell is in her purse. And that's when they found an open bottle of, do you remember? Mm, It's like Jack Daniels fire. Tennessee fire. Tennessee fire. Yeah. So close. Which is honestly... The most perfect alcohol for Diane Hawk. She's basically taking shots of Fireball. Yeah, but classy Fireball. An open bottle in her purse. She didn't have a cap on it. It was open. No, when they say open container, that just means the cap has been... The bottle has been cracked. Sure, maybe. But in the article, they made multiple like points of the fact that it was an open bottle. And I'm pretty sure they even used caps. <laughs> no, for like, open. Open, open means you. I know, it. I know, I know. Doesn't mean the lids off it. Yeah, but I don't think that that could be the. Si- I no, don't think you like, could say that. So in in Texas, when I lived in Texas, uh-huh. you could get busted for an open container if you had a if you had a six pack of beer cans mm-hmm. and one had come off the plastic wrap. Mm-hmm. They could technically bust you. For Same open in containers. in uh, Illinois too, because my parents used to. You gotta like, put it in the trunk. Yeah, or no, or they would. Um, you gotta drink it before you get in the car. <laughs> they would tape it up to show, like, hey, we took, we had, oh, we bought a really nice bottle of wine at dinner. We had a glass each. We have kids. We didn't want to whatever, so we taped it up. Yeah. And so I do remember that because I think like you can, it could be corked, but they'd be like, oh, it's open. It's open. That's an open. And container. you could get not a DUI, but you could get a DWI. Yeah. Yeah, which is kind of ridiculous. No, it's stupid. So, yeah, maybe Florida seems like it would have the same type Just of Just because I have nine bottles of Fireball in my backpack <laughs> and they're all cracked. In your purse. They're all cracked. Yeah. Doesn't mean that I'm drunk right now. Yeah. That's true. Well, she obviously was drinking from it and then she put it in her purse. Whether or not it was open or not, it was in her purse. She smelled like alcohol and they were like, okay, great. That's the other thing about Fireball. It's like, it's not like you can't smell when someone's Oh, my fireball. God. You could smell it if someone's <laughs> been like near a bottle of so Fireball and hasn't drank any of it. Honestly, 
If somebody has been in the general vicinity of other people <laughs> drinking Fireball, they smell like Fireball. That is one of those boozes where you wake up the next day and you're like, oh, I stink. Yeah, and like, you're like, I I'm smell. never going to drink this ever again because <laughs> the smell is so distinct. You know, like once you get sick on Fireball, you can't ever go back to Fireball. It's like smearing off watermelon. You can go back. You just got to put the hours in. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's so sweet smelling. It's, so it's disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and it's also like not something I, I picture people drinking casually for more than a couple shots. I feel like you take a couple shots of Fireball or a cinnamon whiskey and then you're done. Then you move on, right? Who's drinking it casually? Look, nobody should drink shots ever. Shots are bad. Unless you're trying to make a baby. Sure, but no like shots. if you're going out, I totally love the idea. Like in the wintertime or the fall, like I love taking a shot of Fireball. Because it warms me up. It's just sugar. That's and more no, hangover. I know. It's but like drinking you take one drinks. shot, you're good. Then you're like, oh, I'm going to go drink beer now. Just have vodka. If you're trying to be a drunk, a professional drunk, vodka. Yeah, but I can't do vodka. I'm not saying you, personally. <laughs> I'm not giving you advice. Yeah, because like, you know I can only drink whiskey. I used, I used to be a vodka girl. You can drink tequila. No, I got really, really horribly, horribly sick and made very bad decisions one night drinking vodka and sunny delight you're an animal. <laughs> you're a fucking animal. and i uh accidentally i woke up the next morning i'd been asleep for like 10 hours but i woke up and somehow was still drunk was late to school i had school i was a senior in high school bad decisions i'd taken my sister's jeep liberty out that the night before fucking death trap yeah and she's like i'm late for school she's in college i'm in high school She's like, I'm late for school. Where are you? And I'm like, oh my God. It's like, you're like, it's the rapture. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not here. I'm like, shit. I get on, I'm coming from Elmhurst College, which is like 45 minutes away from my house. I made it to my house in 30 minutes because it was, there was no traffic. Like somebody was on my side, but the Jeep Liberty is so lightweight, right? You cannot make turns in that thing. Once you turn it, once you turn in a Jeep Liberty, you have a 50-50 chance of tipping because that's how out of control turning in a Jeep Liberty is. And I came into my neighborhood so erratically that I accidentally drove up on my neighbor's front oh lawn. And so I pull into the house I literally think I'm about to puke. I look at my sister and I'm like, please, please look at me. Don't say anything. I'm sick. And she's like, are you are you kidding me right now? She dro- She's like, I have to take you to school. Otherwise, you can stay here and explain it <laughs> to our mother who didn't work, right? And I was like, shit. So she drops me off at school. I walk in. I've missed like four periods of school at this point. I walk in. All my friends are like, what the hell happened to you? And my friend, who's my neighbor and one of my best friends, comes up to me. He's like, oh, my God, what happened? And I go, dude, is your mom home? He goes, yeah. And I go, well, I really hope she didn't see, but I drove up on your front lawn. Later that day, he tells me he saw the tire tracks on his front lawn. It was such a hot mess. And I swear to God, yeah, I was an idiot. And I don't recommend drinking, underage drinking to anybody, obviously, but because of all the dumbass decisions in high school I made with vodka, as an adult, I've never been able to enjoy vodka. It just reminds me of, like, being sick. I'm just saying, as a professional drunk, it is the least smelly booze to drink. But it also still gives you horrible hangovers. Well, if no, if, if you're drinking shit vodka out of a plastic bottle. Like, uh, what's those ones called? Burnett's? No, Do you remember those? No. 
Yeah, you just think you were, you were one step away from driving down the freeway in a golf cart. <laughs> I was not. <laughs> yeah, you were. I, I at least had been sleeping. I didn't just stop driving. I feel like the Jeep Liberty is the golf cart <laughs> of SUVs. <laughs> Do they even make those anymore? No. <laughs> God, those were terrible. Remember that year that everyone was flipping them? Yeah. And it was in the Midwest, too. It was happening all the time in well, Illinois. That's, that's the freedom and liberty of a Jeep Liberty. Yeah. You take your own life. <laughs> my mom Straight did a full 360 in a snowstorm in my sister's Jeep Liberty. And if my mom wasn't terrified of driving already, I feel like that was the icing on the cake. Like, I'm a Jeep guy. But no. I would never buy a Jeep No, Liberty. they were so bad. It yeah. was so bad. It was like a cute little white Jeep Liberty, but I feel like we could have picked it up. But, like, it was so <laughs> lightweight. It was dumb. Anyways, okay, so... Police are like, okay, well, thanks, Diane. Thanks for handing us over literal evidence into your DUI. And so they were like, okay, we found your stash. We're not giving it back to you. And that's when she got super pissed. She's like, I told you I wasn't getting in the police car unless you gave me my purse with all of its contents. She just wanted a taste. Yeah, and they were like, no, bitch, you're not getting your purse back. You're under arrest. So she started fighting the cops, Mm. okay, when they attempted to cuff her. And it took a while, but alas, Diane was placed under arrest, and she was obviously charged with DUI, and she did end up getting that resisting arrest charge for fighting the cops. Shame. No word on what happened to her. Should I look her up and see, now that it's been a few days since I meant to (laughs) release this? Sure. Let's see what happened. I don't think this is a big news story. Who knows? says here, she was transported to the Florida Highway Patrol Cocoa Station before being sent to the Brevard County Jail. The last update is that she's still facing charges of disorderly intoxication and resisting arrest without violence. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Troopers uh, quote, this is a quote from the WESH 2 News out of Orlando. WESH, W-E-S-H, 2. It says here, troopers say that a bottle of alcohol, Jack Daniels, Tennessee Fire, was found in Hawk's purse after she refused to get into the patrol car if she didn't have her purse. She continued resisting. Oh, here you go. Here's another thing from this. The witness witnesses now tell troopers that she used her tractor trailer to guide the golf cart. Oh, she. It was a she. The semi-truck driver was actually a tractor trailer and it was a woman. See, this is why we double check these stories. <laughs> yeah, you didn't do your research. <laughs> no, I did it uh, two weeks ago, right as it happened. The witness told troopers that she used her tractor trailer to guide the golf cart to the right shoulder and was able to take Hawk's keys when Hawk attempted to drive on the I-95 again. Uh, when I was last in Miami for Bad Bunny, mm-hmm. when we had to drive to Vegas to fly to Miami, so we landed at 7 a.m. We got a Frontier Airlines flight, right? No Death sleep. Trap. Landed, got coffee at Rosetta and breakfast, mm-hmm. our favorite bakery. Then we were driving to the site. We had to be there at 8. When we were make, trying to make a turn onto the freeway, two Russian teenagers pulled up alongside our car in those, like, three-wheeler, mm-hmm. like, Polar, Pol, Polsa, Pol, yeah. whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck. Like, those things. Yeah. Both of them, eight in the morning, fucked out of their minds. Like, pulled up alongside us. The front guy was just, like, red face, red eyes. The guy behind him fell asleep as he was next to us in the car. Like, fell asleep in a three-wheeler fucking motorcycle thing trying to get onto the freeway. We're like, these guys probably went to like 11, mm-hmm. got shit-faced. Now they're trying to go to like some other weird... How do you know they party. were Russian? They just look Russian. <laughs> I was going to say. You can could, tell. Sometimes could they you have can been tell. from like Kyrgyzstan? No. 
They look Russian. Could they have been Polish? No. There's no rich Polish people. Uzbekistan? No. Are you sure? Russian. You can tell. You can just tell. Especially with guys sometimes. I feel like you can tell Russian guys. Yeah, anyway. So so I'm not surprised. Like, everyone Listen, Florida, Florida, <laughs> they abide by a different set of rules, okay? Yeah. They're animals. <laughs> no. They are. They're animals. They're free. They're free. They're animals. They're wild animals. But listen, there are there is a part of Florida that I love because of that, right? This idea of Florida being so wildly free is kind of intriguing to the rest of the country, you know? Especially certain parts of Florida. You go to Miami, people know how to have fun in Miami, Miami but they're civilized. not, yeah, they're very civilized. There highest, are definitely parts of Florida that are not civilized. Highest rate of STDs in the entire country, though. In Miami? Yep. Really? Yeah. Why? Is there so Everyone's much fucking? fucking? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn. That's hot. <laughs> uh, you think it's probably also because there's so much tourism, too. I feel like any place where there's a lot of tourism probably has a high rate of STDs. Because people go and they have one-night stands. Inhibitions are, you know, you lose your inhibitions. You meet a hot guy at 11. You take more than a, two shots of Fireball. Then you switch like to vodka bucks. cranberries. That's 80 bucks and 11. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're a girl, though. You're there with a promoter that you met on Instagram five hours before. And they're like, come to 11. We take a group of girls. And you're like, hell yeah. And you go. And then you're completely free to do whatever you want because you know tomorrow. Are you telling me you fucked a guy in my <laughs> <laughs> No. This is really specific. <laughs> it did sound really, really specific, but that did not happen. Um, all right, so I'm happy that you didn't remember that story too much. But yeah, I wanted to include that because it's a good story. That's good. Yeah, it's a good one. It would happen. It would not happen. If people driving a golf cart in LA on the freeway, on the 101, you have 10 seconds before you're dead. Like where OJ did his fucking run at like two miles an hour. In a Bronco. For like 10 hours. Yeah, but come on. With it like could have 40 been a police cars yeah. behind him. Sure, but it was still went on for like four hours. Okay, could have been a golf cart. Okay, next time you're in a golf cart, get on the 101. I've never been in a golf cart. <laughs> okay, get I on the 101 and let's see what happens. Golf cart is now on my bucket list along with fan boats and flamingos for Florida. <laughs> All the Fs. <laughs> you and your fan boat obsession, mm -hmm. they don't exist, clearly. No, they except do. Except for in the Everglades. They do in the Glades. In the Everglades the National on Park. The east side In of the, the National Park. Yeah, I want to see well, it. I don't understand why you thought it was going to be easy to see it. Because it's like in uh, all 80s like TV shows, like Miami Vice, all the bad guys are always escaping on fan boats. It's always so, like so a shootout. So in all the TV shows and the movies? Yeah. Okay, we were in Miami for, what, you were there for a week. I was there for four days. Yeah. And the whole time, you yes, were convinced I know. you were going but now, to see a fan Now boat. I know that... Like, driving down the street. Now I know it's more common. Well, that's because we're going to the Keys. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, that seems, that seems right. Now I know... We got to go to the National We got to go to Louisiana. No, we got to Louisiana. <laughs> we got to book a fan boat tour in of the Everglades in, National in Park. In Louisiana, basically everyone, everyone you travels... Hate Louisiana. ...on fan boats. No, I'm into it now that I know that that's the capital of fan boats. Oh, okay. And gators. <laughs> okay. So for all the reasons I wanted to go to Louisiana with you, you are like, no. No, I don't want any of that shit. I don't want the beignets. now that you know... I don't care about the beignets. Yeah. Cafe Du Monde. Now don't that care, you know... Don't care about jazz. Yeah. Now that you know that Gators, there are fan boats fan there, boats, yeah. now you're super into going. Yes. Why don't we just go back to Miami, because we like it there. 
then drive yeah, sure. to the Everglades sure. National Park and next, get on a fan boat. Next time I get paid to go to Miami, I would happily drive to Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, what? what? <laughs> so what I'm saying. I said, why don't we just I don't want to go on, drive not, to Louisiana? Not, <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> I said next time we're in Miami. <laughs> Let's take a day, go to go to the Everglades no, drive to in Louisiana. Florida. No, drive to Louisiana. No, that's so stupid. It's fine because me and my two brothers are still planning our motorcycle trip that starts in Florida, and we're gonna go through Louisiana. So we can just get off our motorcycles, get on a fan boat, wrestle a gator for a day, get back on the motorcycles, continue the loop. You and your brothers, like your British brothers, yeah, three British. Boys. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna love it. <laughs> They're gonna fucking love what it. What wild animals do you have in England? Uh, Name stoats. What is that? It's like a, it's like a ferret, <laughs> a wild ferret. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Are you telling me that's the wildest animal you have? Like uh, honestly, is that the wildest badges, animal? Badges, badges are pretty crazy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you said wild, right? Yeah, they're crazy. You don't know what a badge is gonna do. They could they could fuck your garden up real bad. <laughs> okay. There's no wolves or bears. There's no, there's no there's snakes. No coyotes. No. You got they, you got squirrels? Yeah, big big ones. Yeah. You got big scary squirrels? Yeah, big. They're really mad about nuts. You know, you guys don't get any sharks either, huh? No, there's no sharks. Oh my god. What the hell? England is so weird. <laughs> Why? England is so so weird. It is so like, weird. I'm sorry. You come from a place where there's fucking lions and monkeys will steal your pie. I am from I Africa. What the hell okay, do you expect? I'm from England. What the hell do you expect? I don't know. Something more vicious than a squirrel. There's more vicious things than squirrels. Pikeys. <laughs> okay. Well, that's you the might whole get, point. You'll get knifed by a 12-year-old so, on a bus. Now, okay. Have you been to South Africa? So now, what I'm saying is every time I come at you and I say, oh my God, like you're so white. You really are very when white. When do I ever disagree with it? You come from a very when white country. When do I disagree with it when you say it? I just say, yeah, I know. It sucks. No crazy birds. No. You don't get sharks at no. all? No. No weird fish? You got leeches. <laughs> yeah. You don't even have swamps. No, there's swamps. There's marshes, swamps, fens. Yeah. <laughs> Peat bogs. <laughs> lots, of lots of bogs. It's very boggy. <laughs> That's crazy. That's how it is. I told you the so biggest... So what are you afraid of in England? I told you the biggest news in England was when there was like a hurricane, but it wasn't really a hurricane. It was like a bit of wind and a tr- one tree fell over and it was like national news. They're like, oh my God, a weatherman got fired because he was like, don't worry about it. There's no hurricane. And then a tree fell over on one building and I was like, oh my fucking God, this is a disaster. Like that's, that was it. That was in 86. How, Michael Fish, he got fired. That's kind of how LA is when there is a storm. So if it rains too much in England, which you'd think you'd be used to that. Yeah. Everything gets fucked up. Trains are delayed. If it's too sunny... In the summer, they can't run the trains because the tracks, the tracks somehow are melting. So you can't run the trains when it's too hot. So too rainy, too hot, too windy, can't run the trains. And everyone gets around on trains. It's fucking, it's, oh, and in the winter, it's too much ice, too much snow, can't run the trains. Listen, I think this is what happens to society when you don't have a lot of issues. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just a bunch of Seriously. You don't have a lot of issues. They're, they're craving drama. Because they have nothing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying they don't have a lot of issues. I'm saying they're so incompetent. 
<laughs> doing anything that like the weakest amount of weather fucks their shit up. Sometimes in the autumn, they're like, can't run the trains. So there's leaves on the track. Like who builds a fucking train that can't run over leaves? <laughs> it's so insane. It's uh, so lame. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. Why doesn't somebody just sweep it? <laughs> Seriously, it's got a belief. Why there. sweep it? You have a fucking train. So then, what do people do? They just cancel all the trains. So how do people get to work? You don't. Can't go to work today. There's leaves on the track. Dude, that sounds like a great life. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I would love that. If somebody was like, "You can't go to work today because there's leaves on the road," I would be like, "My life is way too easy." Look, I like that shit. When we went to Denver, and it was fucking like six feet of snow on the freeways and we were like doing spins and shit it was awesome yeah i loved it it was chaos like like everybody's just like oh there's no lanes anymore right. yeah there's no like speed limit some people are going 80 some people are going 10 it's fun until you live in it yeah i wouldn't want to live no there. it's like going back to illinois the couple of times i have over the winter i'm like oh yeah i love illinois in the winter for like five minutes by day two, I'm like, get me out of here because it is so bad. And I have so many memories of just like hydroplaning on like black ice. <laughs> that's just like horrible. And like there's one time a leaky and I were in her minivan. She had a minivan for like years. Right. And we were in her minivan and the minivan was going completely horizontal. <laughs> so we were going down a two lane road yeah, it was completely sideways. and it was just sliding, just yeah. completely sliding, going sideways. And I was like, Oh my God, this is how we get into the biggest car accident. It was a nightmare. Like once you live in it, it's not fun. Yeah, I know. So like, we're actually very lucky, even though we're in a mega drought. Yeah. I feel like we should move to somewhere where there's just a little bit more water. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of crimes, <laughs> I read this today. So the Las Virginis issued their, their like water society. I don't know what it's called. Las Virginis. Is that like a national park? I feel like it's a national park. The Las Virginis Municipal Water District, which is what I'm talking about. Okay. okay? This is from the Times and the Sunday Times. Sylvester Stallone, Kim Kardashian, Kevin Hart, and basketball star Dwayne Wade are among more than 2,000 customers given notices of exceedance by Los Virginis Municipal Water District in Southern California. You so, too much water? Yeah, but yeah. just wait, okay? So obviously, if you guys don't know, we are in a mega drought in California. It's really bad. We have sanctions on our water and how much you can water your yards, things like that. And there is no water runoff allowed. So if water is detected on the sidewalk or in the road, you are given a warning and then that, that eventually turns into a fine and then turns into bucks. more fines. Right. That's like a thing that is happening countywide right now. And it's a big deal because we are in a mega drought. So now the municipal water district issued these notices to like 2,000 residents in LA County that are like, hey, you're using too much water, okay? Kim and Kourtney Kardashian, Kevin Hart, Dwayne Wade, Sylvester Stallone were served with notices for exceeding 150% of their monthly water budgets at least four times at their Southern California properties, okay? They're among six, over 1,600 customers who have been served with the notices and they started issuing these notices back in December already because of how bad it was getting and they were anticipating a mega drought, which is what we are in. We're in a historic drought, says today.com. So the average Angelino uses about 72 gallons of water per day. Kim Kardashian used 232,000 more gallons of water than she's permitted. And Sylvester <laughs> Stallone 
went 230,000 gallons over his allowance. Yeah, but he's got a lot of lawn, three pools, let's say three pools, and dude works out, so he's got to shower like five times a day. So now their properties are subject to flow restrictor devices. When they see you have egregiously gone over, they basically will put these, they'll reduce it down to like a trickle. It's like your shower will be a trickle. Uh, This is a quote from the notice, from the actual notice that we're sent. It says, quote, customers are expected to adhere to the water use reductions and water conservation measures that are in place due to this emergency. And it is an emergency. Like we are, we are totally in a level of this is really bad. Please stop using more water than you are. Okay. here you go. This is from L.A. Times. It says, quote, among the addresses that received notices was an 18 million dollar Hidden Hills property listed under the name of former NBA star Dwayne Wade that exceeded its allocated water budget in June by more than 1,400 percent or 90,000 gallons in June alone. But that was an improvement over May when the property exceeded its budget by 489,000 gallons, more than any other customer in all of Los Angeles. So Wade, okay, Dwayne Wade and his wife, Gabrielle Union, so they attributed the, to the, the excess at their property to a problem with their pool. They're like, no, 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 no. Are the pools leaking? <laughs> in a statement, the couple said they have, quote, taken drastic steps to reduce water usage in accordance with the new city guidelines and have since, and have since we moved into our home. We have been doing everything we can to rectify the situation. We'll continue to go to extensive lengths to resolve the issue. We have replaced all parts of our pool system that have to do with water flow and leakage in addition to converting to synthetic grass and drought tolerant plants to reduce our water usage. We will continue to work with the city and the water distribution company to make sure this isn't an issue moving forward. I trust Gabrielle Union. I do too. (laughs) I don't know if I even trust Dwayne Wade, but I trust Gabrielle Union. I do too. (laughs) I totally do. As soon as I read that statement, I'm like, shit. Because you know she wrote that. (laughs) All right, you guys. We'll be back later this week. Uh, Should we record tomorrow? I can try to get short. No, we can't record tomorrow. Yeah. Then we're gone on Friday. All right, we'll be back in a few days, guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.